Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works, Star Trek. Metamorphous. Captain Kirk and Spock are transported, transporting Commissioner Nancy Hedford to the Enterprise for treatment of Sakuro's disease a disease that attacks the immune system, leaving the victim with a fever and weakness. The disease is rare, with only one in a billion chance of acquiring the disease. Commission Hedford is the key negotiator in the war faction talks of Epsilon Canaris Three. En route, the shuttle Galileo detects a cloud of ionized hydrogen moving at warp speed and capable of changing directions with the shuttle. The ionized cloud surrounds the shuttle and forces them to land on an asteroid planet, Gamma Canaris N, with life-sustaining temperature of 75 degrees and an atmosphere similar to the Earth. The atmosphere is suitable to human life. Spock discovers that it is um, that what is wrong with the shuttle can he can't find anything wrong with the shuttle, but nothing works. Communications are non-functional, and they seem to be blocked. A na- man named Cochran approaches the landing party and asks, "Are you real?" <coughs> is immediately acknowledged that Cochran is from the Federation and he observes Spock as a Vulcan. Cochran is the inventor of the warp drive. First contact by the Federation was with the Vulcans. Cochran has been alive for 150 years without dying, uh, without the fear of death. In fact, the aging process has been reversed, bringing him back into his prime. Cochrane tells Spock that the dampening field surrounding the planet there's a dampening field surrounding the planet and the shuttle will not work. Kirk observes that Cochrane talks a lot but does not say much. Cochrane tells the crew that he arrived on the planet 150 years previously and that he was an old man, but the companion rejuvenated him saying, "I am a young man. I can communicate with it." Commission Hedford's fever is climbing and death will occur in a few year, hours. The companion sought to save Cochrane by bringing the Enterprise crew to the planet because Cochrane needed companionship and he was dying of loneliness. Cochrane tells Kirk, immortality consists largely of boredom. Cochrane can communicate non-verbally with the companion. Kirk observes that joining is more like the lovers, that animal, and host. Kirk tells Cochran about the advances in space travel and the uncharted worlds they have discovered and asks Cochran if he's interested. Kirk tells Cochran, the companion is keeping you a prisoner. We are getting out of here. Cochran uh, wants to explore the universe. He agrees to participating in neutralizing the companion and journeying to the stars with the Enterprise, but feels guilty calling himself a Judas goat. Kirk uh, says to Spock, How do you fight a thing like that? 
In the previous scene, Spock is confronted by the companion at the shuttlecraft where he attempts to bring the power online. Spock attempts to probe the companion, but the companion's response was a severe shock directed at Spock. Spock learns from the experience that the companion is electrical and designs an electrical disruptor to injure the companion. Spock's electric disruptor only infuriates the companion, who suffocates Kirk and Spock. Spock logics fails. It is an underestimation, arrogance of an opponent to a logical behavior or a human behavior. I call his actions arrogant. Spock's arrogance nearly kills himself and the captain. Cochrane finally calms the companion down enough to spare them. Spock modifies the universal translator to translate the companion's brain into English. The companion provides for Cochrane's comfort. Kirk perceives the companion thinks the man Cochrane is a toy. The companion says, I care for him. Actually, I think the companion loves Cochrane. Kirk tells the companion that Cochrane and her are different. They can't join. They can't love. They must be separated and apart. The companion must be human to love. The companion will not have power to create life. Kirk tells Spock that sometimes love expresses itself in sacrifice. If the companion loves Cochrane, she may be willing to sacrifice herself for Cochrane's happiness. The, co- the companion saves co- Commissioner Hedford. Both are here in one body, saving the commissioner from death. Apparently, Hedford is not a prisoner in her own body. Kirk tells the companion, now that she has combined with a human, there is nothing to stop her from experiencing death. This is real interesting because remember in Voyager, the original Star Trek movie, that the Voyager super machine joins with uh, the the human officer, female officer, and then the commander decides that he and her with the combined machinery will go on to basically like a form of immortality and go explore the universe and and uh, find meaning there. Cochrane tells the companion she is beautiful. Cochrane decides to stay with the companion and ask a, a Kirk a favor that they, a favor of science about them. They plan on growing old and dying together. So this is kind of like the Garden of Eden in the sense that um, in order for them, for her to experience love, they had to take of the fruit. When they take of the forbidden fruit, they become mortal. And as a result of their marriage, they will live a life, have children, and then eventually die. But they will experience love. And instead of just being in an immortal state where they would never grow fully, they would never experience adversity, they would never uh, experience true pain and suffering, uh, and they would never really understand the consequences of their choices. So they could never truly gain and grow to full potential um, being caught in a state of 
of um, paradise. So that that's kind of the paradox uh, of the creation story, in that there the fall was necessary, atonement was necessary, and a plan of redemption for man was necessary through Christ. There are some other similarities in the metamorphosis storyline, such as there is a paradise setting in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve live in a perfect, idyllic environment. In metamorphosis, it's an earth-like atmosphere. It's very comfortable for Cochrane and his companion to live. Uh, temptation. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve are tempted by the serpent to eat from the tree of knowledge, good and evil. They are led to, uh, their actions led them to their expulsion from the paradise and introduced into mortality. In Metamorphosis, Cochrane is tempted by the companion to stay with her on the planet, never aging and um, never really growing to experience mortality and the uh, how their choices would lead them to joy or misery. And so they were she's they're st- tempted to stay in the state of non-progress basically he calls it boredom but he eventually decides to Cochrane eventually decides to grow old and in the process he gets what he wants to have a um companion whom is beautiful and whom he loves and who who has a great relationship with him, and they they will experience death. Uh, loss of mortality after eating of the tree of knowledge. Adam and Eve become mortal, in and they will need to eat foods. They'll have to kill animals to survive. They'll have to grow crops, and they will have sickness. In Metamorphosis, Cochrane lived to 150 years without aging. He doesn't seem to have any type of sicknesses that afflict him, nor does he have uh, any type of medical conditions which would cause him pain. He just stays in this perfect state of being physically and somewhat emotionally, but he's not very happy. In fact, that is why the companion brought the Enterprise there is because he was dying of loneliness. Sacrifice. In the Bible, Jesus Christ sacrificed on the cross and in the Garden of Gethsemane to save all mankind from the consequences of the fall of Adam. Just as in Metamorphosis, the companion sacrifices her immortality to merge with Commissioner Headford, saving her life and allowing her to experience human emotions and love with Cochrane. This, in short, this this uh, theme from Star Trek explores the themes of love, sacrifice. Uh, 
immortality and raises questions about the nature of humanity and the limits of technology.